Starting with Esther Hashem, Daf Nun Aleph. We'll begin with the two dots. Nun Beis. We were continuing with the story we introduced Rebbe, and a little back and forth with Rebbe and Bar Kapara at the end of yesterday's Daf. Rebbe was making a suda for his uh, for his son, a chasana for his son. And first he didn't invite Bar Kapara. Bar Kapara kind of said that was so wealthy, and um, yet if, if somebody doesn't do act in accordance with what a Kaddish Baruch wants. He's still going to get to be so wealthy. Imagine what a Kaddish Baruch is going to give to somebody who is willing, <coughs> who does the right thing. And then eventually, Rebbe invited Bar Kapara. Bar Kapara scored himself an invitation, and he changed it into a bracha. He said, that Rebbe, imagine if he's so wealthy, imagine what he's going to have. So anyways, we're going to continue with that. Rebbe, so a day where Rebbe would laugh, so Puranius would come to the world. Punishment would come to the world. Amalei the Bar Kapara. So he said, he said to Bar Kapara, so Bar Kapara was a badchen, the Mepharshim explained, and Rebbe had the, the, the weight of the world on his shoulders, meaning that, that it was brought down that he couldn't laugh because Rebbe's Yisurim was, kept, was holding up the world. He needed to be in a matzav that he wasn't laughing, that he wasn't, he wasn't, taking, he wasn't being like. So he t- said to Baruch Habara, was a professional badch, and he said, Sabadchin, okay, don't joke around with me, and I'll give you 40 measures of chitin. So he basically was cutting a deal, a side deal. Baruch you know, I know that this is your, this is, this is your parnasa, so I'll pay you not to be a badchen, where it's going to be in a matzav, where, it's, where you're going to be able to, you're going to make me laugh. So just, you'll bow out for those weddings. Amrlei, so... Barakapara said, Lechazimar, we're gonna see the Kogyud Ba'ina Shakilna. Okay, any any amount of 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 wheat that I want, I will end up taking. Okay, so Shakal Dukla, he took a large uh Dikula Rabi, he took a large basket, Khafya Kufra, he filled it up with pitch, tar, and the Ron explained so that no wheat, meaning he made sure there were no cracks and no wheat would fall out. Either say he put it on his head or he flipped it. Okay, he turned it, uh, the round says, Havchu al-Raisha, that he turned it upside down. So it was kind of funny. But also, and he went, uh, he went to Rebbe, he said, Lechel Limar, now it's time to pay up. Lechel Limar, you Rebbe, give me the Arboyin Guru Yechiti to Rashinabach. Okay, give me the 40, give me the 40 of Sav Chitin that you promised me. So... It was a little bit of a funny sight. He came with this basket, at least according, according to the round, explains that this oversized basket, um, you know, overturned on his head. So, so he laughed. Achoch Rebbe, Rebbe laughed. Amrle, Rebbe said to him, I told you, don't make me laugh. So he says, Amrle, Barakapar wasn't giving up, he still wanted. He says, no, I'm not coming for the, for the payment for not laughing. You're right, I made you laugh. That wasn't on the table. Um, I'm a badchen, I can't help myself. I'm just a funny guy. Okay, I'm now at this point, he turned it into a joke. And you have Bar Kapara, who was uh, ostensibly poor, and Rebbe, who was very, very wealthy. And Bar Kapara is saying, no, 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 I came to collect the money you owe me. You owe me for you. This is, this, my basket is for payment of stuff you owe me. And that is a little bit of a joke, because when you have a poor guy going to a wealthy guy saying, hey, pay up, pay, pay me the money you owe me. Amrle Bar Kapara Labarte de Rebbe. So Bar Kapara told of, uh, another story. Bar Kapara told the, bar, the daughter of Rebbe, the Machar, Shasina Chamra, Tomorrow I'm going to be drinking wine with the dancing of your father, meaning I'm going to sit and drink wine, watching your father dance, and with the kirkani of your mother. Now, the Ran says that it's that your mother's going to sing. 
the crooning, right? So I'm going to be sitting there drinking wine. Your father's going to be dancing. Your mother's going to be singing. Um, and the Mepharshim will ask, well, what, what about kol isha, kol isha erva? And there's a ritva in Kedushin that says that chasid gadol, that if you're a chasid gadol, shemak your beat, that you know, if, if, you're on the, if a person's on the level where his yetzer, he's already reached the yetzer where there's his, le, his, the level, sorry, where his yetzer is kafif to him, so then there's no error at all, and therefore it's mutter, um, you know, to stakel, or to daber imay erva, lishol b'shalom eshes ish, so he's allowed to do things other people aren't, and we, we talk to see this throughout, Shas, we see certain tanayim, uh, that he would, he would stand outside, um, the mikvah we had in Ksubis, uh, we had a tanayim that they would put the kala on their shoulders. So again, and, and he said there that that for him he doesn't have he doesn't have hero out at all. So we see that there are people who reach that level. Rakapar was on that level. That's one way. Um, although the rush switches the gears around and says that it was the father singing and the mother dancing. I'm not sure how much better that is, but. Um, that's the way the rush does it, and really the Mafarish over here says the one that will fit most with the later uh, points in the story, and that is, he says, uh, So, point is, I, Bar Kapara, I'm going to be at this wedding, your father's going to be dancing in front of me, at least according to the Mafarish, and your mother's going to be pouring me wine, okay, he was a badchen, and he was portending of what was going to happen. So, what happened? Let's see, Ben Elasha, Chasna de Rebbe Hava, Ben Elasha, which will was was the uh, son-in-law of Rebbe, the Usher Gadol, who's very, very wealthy, <coughs> Usher Gadol Hava, Azmine, so Bar Kapara was invited, so again, he was invited to be the Barachan of Shimon Rebbe's Chasana, gave Shimon the son of Rebbe, so at the wedding, he goes over to Rebbe, and he says, my Te'eva, what is the word now, we're referring to, to the word Te'eva, when we talk about Arayas, refers to Mishkav Zahar, so Rebbe had all sorts of pshatim called the Amrle Rebbe, the Hachin Hitaeva, that this so and so was the pshat and Taeva, Parcha Barkapar Barkapar slugged it up. He wasn't just a Barkhan, he was quite a Talmud Amrle, Persheat. So Rebbe now was intrigued. He said, You, Barkapar, you tell me the pshat. Amrle, not yet. Tasi debeschi, Tirmali, so that, that the, your, your wife should come and pour for me Natala, a cup. Okay, Asa, she came, Ram Yaleh, she poured him a cup of wine, Amr Leila Rebbe, Kum Rakadli. Right, so we see here that he says, so he told the Rebbe, go and dance for me. The Amr Lachachi, and then I'll tell you, and then I'll tell you Pshat in Tayeva. So Amr Rachmana, Tayeva. Okay, so that's what happened. Kachava, the wife, Rebbe's wife, poured a cup of, uh, of wine. Rebbe danced for him. And he said, okay, here's Pshat. Amr Rachmana, Tayeva, Taya Ataba. What does Tayeva mean? Taya Ataba, that you are. <laughs> you, you, you took a wrong turn. You're, you're, you're lost. Meaning that, that he's, the Ran says. That, uh, you, you, took, you took a wrong turn somewhere. You ended up um, having a sort of bia that you shouldn't be having. Okay. So he wanted, now Bakapar wanted another cup. So he now engaged Rebbe in further conversation. Other my tebel, the Pasuk says tebel who, which is referring to Mishka Behema. Amarle kianyina. Okay, so Amarle kianyina kadma. So they went through this whole procession again. Rebbe, Rebbe said a bunch of different shot, and Barakapar shrugged them up, and then he's, Rebbe asked Barakapar to tell him actually what the troop shot is, and, um, and he said the same thing, right? Bring, have, your, have your wife... Do like the same repeat again. Do do what I told you, like we said before. Avad, 
Okay, Avale. So, Avad. So, Rebbe did this. Rebbe dances. Rebbe's wife brought a cup of wine. He went through this whole thing again. Amalei, Tebelhu. So, he said, so Parkapar told Rebbe, what's Pshat and Tebelhu? Tamlin Yeshba. Right? It's almost like the man says, Lashem Bitmiya. Any special taste? It's Mishan Yahadabiyah, Mankulambiyas. Why is this one any better? What, 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 possess, what would possess a person to have, have Mishkav Zachar? Is, 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 so, is it so flavorful? Tablin? Is it so flavorful? Is something that you should, I'm, I'm, Okay. They moved on to the next pasuk. So Rabbi said, "My zima. What is the, what's the, shot in the word zima?" So, um, now really we're referring to zima in that parsha where it's brought down. Where the Torah er brings it down, he said, it "says sham." That's talking about isha obita. Really, we're referring to the concept of zima, which is nus, as the pasuk says, "al techalos bita." Okay, so Amarle. He said again, repeat, we're going to have the same story again. Avad, he did it, meaning the Rebbe's wife poured, came and poured wine. Rebbe danced from Bamarle and he said, Zumahi. Okay, that whose child is it? And you have a woman who is committing Zunos, so we don't know who the father is. Okay, that Ben Alasha, son in law of Rebbe, who was very wealthy, he was a uh, he was a, a hush of a guy, and he could not stand up for this. Lemizbul, right? He couldn't deal with the zilusa to his father-in-law, that his father-in-law, his father-in-law was made to dance in front of Bar Kapar, the Barachan. V'nafa kuva, not say mitaman, and they left. My Ben Alasha, how do we know that Ben Alasha was wealthy? As we said, he was wealthy. Titania, l'lechinam pizer Ben Alasha esma isav, that when he spent money, he wasn't just doing it to, to waste money. He wasn't doing it just to show off. There were certain things he was able to bring to life. And that one of them is the haircut of the Kain Gadol, the Pasuk says, and that means like make it like a pole. Okay, when the when the Pasuk in Yecheskel describes how the Kayhanim and their specifically their hair looked, so it looked like a pole. What does that mean? Tana Lulinis. What is my Lulinis? That's That it's an individual haircut. What does that mean? Okay, that the Basically, what they, and this is obviously very, very expensive, they had to cut each hair, that the bottom of each hair was cut to match the follicle of the next hair. So basically, looked his hair looked straight. Nothing protruded out because no hairs overlapped. He had one hair ending where the other hair began. Obviously, this was a very, very expensive process, and people were struggling to understand what this Tesperus of the Kain Gadol was. So he went ahead and had it done to himself at an enormous cost. So we see that he was wealthy. Um, that is a disperse of the Kain Gadol. Now, let's move on. So, the Mishnah, back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that when we see a person with Nadar, Min, Mavoshol, Maisa Kedera. So, we said, Mutter we said, we usher Maisa Kedera Rach and Mutter Ba'ava. And we said, other things you're muttering is Dalas Hamarutza. Okay, what is this Dalas Hamarutza? My Dalas Hamarutza, Amr Shmuel, Kra Kirkuzai. Okay, it is a gourd that comes from the place Korkazai. It's a type of gourd. Ravashi Yomar, the last Hatmuna Baramatz. It means it was heated in hot ash, meaning it was the way it was prepared. So one says it's a type of gourd, and one says it's the way the gourd was prepared. Esri, Rabbi Ravashi, Rabbi Nesis Ravashi, Rabbi Nechem Yomar, the last Aramis, he the last Hamitris, Kalayim, Im Hayoinis. Okay, so the last Aramis, which is the last Hamitris, is Kalayim with a Yoinis, Kalayim Im Hamrutza. Okay, so we see that it, that's considered a climb together with a marutza. So we have to know what all these types are. But the point is, we see that we're talking about different meaning, different types, because we're talking about climb, which means what types of, 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 
what types of produce are you mixing with the other? So we see that it's a type. It's obviously not a way it was prepared, Ramatz, and therefore Tiyufta, we're going to shlug up. We're going to shut up Ravashi. It cannot be that it means Ramatz. It's the way it's prepared, but rather it's a type. It's a min of Dolas. Next, let's move on to the next Mishnah. If a person makes a nether from Maisek Kedera, that he's not going to eat Maisek Kedera, meaning that is, again, porridge or something like that, cooked food. He's only going to be Usr with a Maisa Rizchasa. What does that mean? So the way that, the way that they explained it is. The Ran says that Rizchasa means um, So these were wheat, they were just like split wheat, and the point was it was called Rizchasa, like boiling, because it had to be cooked at a very, very high temperature, and that's what we're referring to. That's Rizchasa. Um, the the Mefarish here on the side, he says that it's specific to how it was prepared. It's something that it was Nigmar Bishulei Bikadeira, okay, meaning that it, was, it has to be something that didn't use any other any other form of cooking, meaning it wasn't fried afterwards. It was completely and uniquely made only in a pot. The difference in Pshatim and Taisa says similar to how the Mefarish explains. Okay, so, let's say a person says, right, this is going to be anything that goes into a pot, okay, and that means anything that is anything that will now be made in a pot. So that's a more inclusive lush. And we're going to see this follows a theme over here that if you say something specific, we're going to go after lush and Adam, but if you say anything, so we don't care what what comes out of the pot. If it's Yeri Lekadera, so anything that would go into a pot doesn't have to fit into the category of a specific type of Maisa Kadera. Tanya, so we have a uh, Brisa that if a person makes a nether, that he's not going to eat anything that goes into a pot, so he's going to be Usr. With something that goes into a frying pan. The normal way that they would cook is they would first have it go into a pot, they would cook it, and then they would fry it to finish it off, to make you know crispy edges. So when a person says, I am not going to have Yuri Lakadera, he would be also ushering things going into an ilfis because frying pan because they got fried after they went into the pot. So therefore it is nichal in Yuri Lakadera. Okay, let's say he says um, a person makes, uh, makes himself usher on something that went to a frying pan, okay, then he's going to be mutter if he only usher something that went into a frying pan, so if it only went into a yuri lekadera, so he's going to be mutter. Okay, now, if let's say it was completely made, and um, the Ran over here, again, we have a difference between the Ran and the Mefarish, the Ran says that it was, it was finished, it was finished, that the final step was that means it's, it was finished in a kedera, in a so if it was first cooked in a pot and then was finished in a frying pan, so then there will be mutter, because he said from the things that are finished in a regular pot, if he said that uh, things that are finished in an elfis, so it would be things that are finished in a pot, okay? So that would be much more specific. We wouldn't look at the process. All we care about is how it was finished. That's the nether he made. person makes a nether from things that go into an oven. The means bread. That's what he really means. But if he says anything that goes in the oven, it would be any baked goods that goes into an oven. Okay, again, we see here, b'nadarm, hochen, achar lashen, b'nei, Adam. So let's move on to the next Mishnah. Min HaKavash. If a person says that he's not going to have any Hanaf from Kavash, Kavash are pickled. Okay, and generally pickled 
um, would mean a yerek, a vegetable. Min hakavash, ein asal, min hakavash, shal yerek. Okay, so hakavash would be kavash shal yerek. Kavash, ani tayim, asar b'chol akvushin. If you said all pickled things, I'm not going to eat it. I've made an edit from all pickled things. So then you're going to be asar b'chol hakvushin. You'd be also in anything pickled, right? So he said, hakavosh. Now, the round over here discusses, and here's where he breaks, right? We, 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 we've had this idea really from the beginning. Right? When we started the Parakanodim and Mavoshal, we said, mutter ha mevoshal mutter bitsli. Okay, so the question is, how significant was that ha? So the round here actually splits into two pshatim, and he says, there's two ways to learn this. So either it's the hey, hey hayadua. So again, if you say min hakavosh, as opposed to min kavosh, that's what says it's going to be limited. But if you say kavosh shani tayim, then the shani tayim is irrelevant. Kavosh shani tayim. Um, since you didn't say ha kavosh, so therefore it's not as limiting. So ha, the difference is that you have a hey, and really he says, and so too at the, the first mission as well would be the same thing. When we said hanudim min hamevoshel, right? It's the hey hamevoshel, um, and then we said koinim tabshil. Shani Tayim. Okay, so again, he's saying that it really doesn't have anything to do with the Shani Tayim. It's more about the fact that when you said Kainim Tavshil, it wasn't Ha, it wasn't specific saying this one. So that's the first, his first shot. His second shot is that, that no, that it's really about the all. It doesn't matter if you say Ha, ha Kavosh or Kavosh, but it's if you said Kavosh, then it's limiting, even if there's no Ha. Um, it's it's the fact that you that you said you you added words in in the second one. So if you would have just said min hakavosh or min kavosh, then you'd only be usher with one. It would be limiting. But if you say kavosh shani tayim, the shani tayim adds in everything else. So again, it's a question of the, there's in the first case the, all the ratios over here are limiting. So is it because it's a hey or because you didn't say shani tayim? And the second case, they're they're not limiting. Is it because Meaning, is include is it more a broad inclusion of what's going to be asr because it just says kavush without a hey, or is it because it says shani tayim? So this is two shatim in the way the round says it. So Ravashi asked the following question: Amar dikavush my dishalak my ditsali my dimaliach. Right. So if you said dikavush, so according to the first shot of the round. Um, which is why the Ron probably introduces this shot here, because the Gemara here is going to force him. It almost sounds like it's really all about the hey, hakavosh versus kavosh, right? Which was not the way we explained um, the previous Mishnah. That's like the first shot of the Ron. So then it's very simple, right? So if you didn't say ha to limit, but you used a di, kavosh or dishalak or ditsali, right? Dimaliach, right? Which are all of the Mishnah cases over here that we're talking about where we said um, ha. Um, we said hashalik, right? Okay, so all the cases where we had a ha, we want to know, is it, would, would di, with a dalit in front, also be hayudua? Would it limit and therefore specify one specific thing to the exclusion of everything else? Okay, uh, my, so heichen mashma, what does that mean? So the Gemara says, uh, I'm sorry, dekavish, dishalik, my, ditsali, my, demaliach, my, heichen mashma, what does this all mean? Is it limiting or not? Tibai. So that Tibai, like we've already seen in the Dharm, that basically means a teku. So according to the first pranam, the Ran makes a lot of sense. It's a question of if I did a di instead of a he, ha, right, would that also be limiting? Like would a di be limiting like a ha? According to the second shot, it's, and the Ran says, it's, that it's, it's if, I, if I didn't say, Mesafkali i amar kavosh beloi sha'ani tayim. Meaning that in the, in the seifa, if you just didn't say, you said dikavish, but you didn't say shani tayim. Would that be uh, good enough? I Meaning, according to the second shot, that it's all about you said 
Shani Tayim, in the first one, you didn't say Shani Tayim, in the second one, you, you did say Shani Tayim. What happens if you just said Kavash without Shani Tayim? What would that mean? Now, Zuck, the next Mishnah, Min Hatzali, if a person Asher himself on anything that's roasted in Asher, Min Hatzali shall Basar. Sli means standard, Sli means Basar. means meat. Diver Yehuda, Sli Shani Tayim, anything roasted that I taste, then it would be Chol Sli. It's more inclusive. Min Hamaliach, when I say salted in Asher, Min Hamaliach, Shall dug maliach. Okay, min hamaliach, right? So if I said anything salted, so then I'm only min hamaliach in Asra min hamaliach shall dug. Okay, that standard salting, when a person says, I'm not going to have any of that salted food, ha maliach specific. Again, if we go with Apsha and the way the Ram learns it, so ha maliach is generally referring to fish. Okay, maliach shani tayim, anything salted that I will taste, and it's Asr bechol hamaluchin. Okay, again, that's the more inclusive lashon. Dug, dugim shani tayim. So it's a double lashon. Dug, dugim, which we refer to large fish and small fish. Shani tayim. Aser bahen, ben gedan, ben katanim. Small fish or big fish. Ben maluchin, ben tefillim. Okay, so it doesn't matter if it's small fish, big fish, or big fish, small fish, whether it's salted or tefillim is unsalted. Ben chayim, raw, ben mavushalim. So if you said dug, dugim, it's going to include everything. Raw, cooked, Okay, um, salted, unsalted, large and small. Umutter, however, so that's all different types of fish. However, you are going to be in some sort of fish products. Other fish products you're going to be mutter in, which is tris trufa, which is like chopped up fish that's chopped up already into bits. Uvitzir, and that is like fish fat that was mixed with some of the, the fish guts. Okay, and um, so those you're going to be mutter in. Meaning when we said fish, we meant you mean all types of whole fish, not little herring pieces. Uh, if you, a uh, person makes a nether on tzachana was a type of, um, was a, a fish dish that was made up of tzachana, dagim kitanim, harbi maluchim, yeshmeim trufim. So you had some whole and some chopped up. So then, aser betrish trufa, you're going to be aser in the trish trufa, the chopped up ones. Okay, and the chiddish, this is around, is that even though roiv, uh, the fish are shleim, and we saw before in the previous case that dug dug and what's going to be us or any type of whole fish, but chopped up fish is not going to be us or because you said dug dug, dug dug or dug dug him. Okay, so over here, even though roiv of the trish trufa dish is whole, whole fish still because there's some that are fish pieces, cut fish pieces, fish bits, so therefore you're going to be usher in this. Usher but trish trufa, you're going to be usher in trish trufa, fish bits as well. Mutter, bitsir, marius. Okay, but you will be mutter in the fish fats, and the marius is, um, the Ron explains, shemen shaldag, okay, that's uh, fish oil. I know you're trish trufa, if a person makes an adder from trish trufa, which is the fish bits, right, the cut fish pieces, so then mutter, you have to say mutter, change the gear, so the Ron changes it, mutter, bitsir, or marius. Okay, again, you said only fish bits. That does not mean that the fish, the tzir, which is the fat, and the murius, which is the shemen, that does not count, right? The fish oil and fish fats will be mutter, even though you only, you only answered yourself on fish bits. Now, Zakh the Gemara, Tanya, Rav Shemin Al-Azhar, Rav Shemin Al-Azhar says, Dag shani tayim, aser b'gdalim, mutter b'gdalim. That means you're going to be aser on large fish and mutter on small fish. Daga shani tayim, if you said daga, not dug, but daga, shani tayim, aser b'gdalim, mutter b'gdalim. Okay, so again, we see that each Lashon in the Reisha, Dag Shani Tayim, you're going to be Asr and Gedalim, Mutter and Kitanim. So Dag means Gedalim, and Daga means Kitanim. So Dag Daga, 
So if you said dug dug, it's inclusive of both. You're gonna be also in both gadolim and katanim. Amar leh rapapa labaya. So rapapa said tabani my did dug shani toyim gadol who who says dug is gadol? Tachsev because the pasuk in Yonah says by yiman Hashem dug gadol of loyes Yonah. So we see dug is referred to as gadol. Vahaksev frakte gemara b'ayis palal Yonah el Hashem alikav mi mei hadaga. Okay, so it says, what do you mean? The fish came. That was a dug gadol. How do you know dug means gadol? Because big fish swallowed up Yaina. And then the Pasuk says, when it came time for Yaina to daven, it says, He davened from the Mehadaga. And what do we call it? Daga, which you just said was a small fish. Well, before we said that what swallowed Yaina was a big fish. So is it a big fish or a small fish? We used both, both terms. How could you say that dug means large fish? And Daga means small fish. So where it says, Hale Kasha. No, no Kasha. There's two different fish. That maybe the large fish spit Yaina out, and the small fish went ahead. And there were Taka two fishes here. There was a large one, and relatively speaking, there was a Daga. Okay, there, there was a small one that he ended up. And actually, the, uh, the, the Medrash brings down the Alkut Shemoni in Yaina, says this, this is Taka, what happened? That the the, the dug by Yiman Hashem dug out. The one was quite comfortable for Yaina. It was a large fish. He had plenty of space to operate, move around. It wasn't the end of the world for him. What happened? Then Taka, the large fish, spit him out. The small fish swallowed him. And then it was it was Mokum Tsar. Now he was already Yaina was in distress. And then he davened by Yispal Yaina Hashem Lakami may had dug out. So it was Taka the small fish, like the Gemara is trying to say here. Okay. So again, so. Ella, so at this point, we're good, right? Dug means large fish. Dug means small fish. Ella, now we're going to shlug it up. It says, which means a small fish. This is by the Maka of Dam Mesa. Are you telling me that only the small fish died, not the big ones? They're not, Daga can be all types of fish. Okay, however, Ubinidarim, and really the idea here of all of these Mishnayis that we're doing so far in this parak, and we started with the preface of that, Ubinidarim, Holchen Achar Lashem Bnei Adam. We always are going to go after Lashem Bnei Adam, and Lashem Bnei Adam, when they say Dug means large, and Daga means small. Yes, in the Torah, when we say Daga, can mean large and small, but generally, Lashem Bnei Adam for Daga is small.